Hi, and welcome to another great message from Noosa Church. We pray that you're impacted and inspired by this teaching. For more information and service times, check out our website at noosa.church. Enjoy. We're here today because God loved us so much that he sent his only son to be born go from the glory of heaven to the to this humble state of a baby. Merry Christmas everybody. Merry Christmas. What a privilege it is to come around and gather on this day to honor the king of all kings who humbled himself so that we could be restored to relationship with him. Why don't you have a seat this morning? Welcome to church. I got a pair of elastic pants at home and uh, they're ready to go for this afternoon because I plan on eating myself into some sort of stupor or coma. And um, anyone with me on that today? Somewhere between the prawns and the pudding, um, you know, I'm going to have to undo the notch a couple more times. But it's what a great privilege it is that, that you know, as we serve God and as we remember Him, we get to enjoy one another. And, and He gave, God gave us the gift of His Son yet we get to give each other gifts on this day. And isn't it, isn't it amazing when God does something, he does, you know, everybody's blessed. And through him, we get to bless one another. So, you know, it's one of the battles I have as a minister is I'm constantly in this time of year trying to remind everyone to remember Jesus. Because it's the end of the year, isn't it? We've got jobs, you know, if you're a builder, you're trying to, you've got clients screaming at you, trying to get the job done, or you're trying to get the carols service done for that, and you're trying to do this, you're trying to do that, you're trying to, you know, get the kids in order, or go, go to, just entering a shopping centre at this time of year is trauma, isn't it? And so in the midst of that, here I am as a minister trying to say, hey, remember Jesus. And, you know, so over the years, I've kind of thought, man, wouldn't it be great if Christmas was in July or in the middle of the year where, you know, there wasn't this, there wasn't the stress of the end of the year. And, you know, if, I don't know about you, but it, it, it's, I've even got to the point where I'm thinking maybe Christmas should be like the Olympics. Let's just do it once every four years, you know, because it's, uh, the pressure's on, isn't it? And then you add family you haven't seen for, for a few years, all in the same room, all at the same time, you know, and uh, it adds a whole nother pressure. Who's looking forward to that today? You know, my family's in Western Australia, so we're, we're very uh, relaxed about today. Sometimes it can feel like Jesus needs to be fit into one of our end of year tasks. And... Uh, we're always trying to find a neat spot for Jesus in our lives, aren't we? Somewhere between the end of year jobs and the vision planning for the following year. Between the presents and the play with the kids, between the prawns and the pudding. But today I'd love for us to take a moment in the middle of our list of things to do, in the middle of challenges of this space, and consider this beautiful disruption that is Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but there's, Jesus is a disruption in our lives. And that disruption is a beautiful disruption because it disrupts our busyness. It disrupts our list of, of things that we need to achieve. Disrupts the way that we think about every day and says there's something greater. There's an eternal relationship that goes beyond your understanding. So let's read from Luke chapter 2 this morning. 
Starting from verse 4, the Bible says, Joseph went to Bethlehem to become registered with Mary, his betrothed wife. And there she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I'd like you to consider the innkeeper a few years later. A little bit of innkeeper hindsight. Can you imagine the innkeeper at the point when he realised that he didn't have any room for the saviour in his house? He didn't have any... If he, do you think if he had known that Mary was carrying the Messiah of the world that he would have said, no, sorry, there's no room here, but you can go out into the, uh, into the garage... I think he might have given up his own room. I want to talk to you about a few conversation starters for the Christmas table today. A few conversation starters that remind us to consider Jesus in a new way. A fresh response to Jesus. See, in this slice of heaven, we see the diversity of humanity and their response to Jesus. We've got Joseph and Mary who carried the Saviour. We've got the innkeeper. We've got the shepherds. We've got the wise men, we've got the angels even, even Herod's there. And all of them had a different response to the coming of Jesus. Here's the question, who were you when Jesus comes into your life? Who were you like? Are you like the innkeeper? Are you like the angels? Are you like Joseph and Mary? Let's read on in verse 8, it says this, Now there were in the same country shepherds, living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring to you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. Can you imagine those shepherds watching out over their flocks, watching out for lions and for bears and for sheep stealers and then all of a sudden in comes an angel They're vigilant, but then out of nowhere in comes an angel and declares the imminent coming of a saviour. The shepherds obviously looked nervous, didn't they? They looked so nervous that the angel had to say, do not be afraid. You see, when when God sends his son, he sends his son to be born into our realm, into our lives, into our way of living He tends to disrupt those he interrupts. God wants to disrupt your day today. In fact, he wants to disrupt your whole life. He wants you to be disrupted from the striving, from the the reaching to, to try and become something and show you how to be in relationship with someone. Not only does Jesus disrupt us, but even his representatives disrupt. Sometimes when you as a believer, you go into someone's life and you speak the name of Jesus, you disrupt their world. And I want to encourage you, you don't need to tailor it, tame it down. What you need to say is, don't be afraid. 
He comes to bring peace. We can fear the things of God because we don't understand them. We can, we can fear what we don't understand, but God's saying, do not be afraid because I've come to bring peace and goodwill toward men. Why are we afraid? Well, it says in Hebrews 10, doesn't it? It says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. See, when the holy, pure, all-powerful, all-knowing, perfect God of the universe comes to you, all of a sudden you become very aware of your humanness. You become very aware of, of your lack, of your, of, your, of your unbelief. But I want to say to you, let's, let's remind ourselves today that just like the angels who came to those shepherds, God's coming us to remind us that Jesus is always imminent in our lives. He's always about to be, to be, we're about to see him in somewhere in our lives. And sometimes we don't know what it is. We're waiting for this grand gesture for, for him to come in the clouds. But he comes humbly, doesn't he? Jesus says, as much as you've done to the least of these, you've done to me. Jesus sometimes doesn't represent himself in this amazing thing. He represents himself as someone who's broken or poor or he's naked or who's ashamed. And he says, how will you respond to me this day? I think God's saying to us, do not be afraid. I don't know about you, but as an Australian, I, I tend to fall into the mould of dealing with fear in, in our very um, culturally different way. We either ignore it, we joke about it. I can't go to church, the roof would cave in. Or we engage in the tall poppy syndrome, don't we? That's our other Australian thing where we say... How can, you know, how can I believe in God when he lets all these things happen? See, a lot of times, you know, that we like to create some logic around our fear, but the reality is God's saying, don't be afraid. I am here and I'm here to bring peace and goodwill toward men. For behold, I bring good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. I love that Jesus was presented to the shepherds, just to the average citizens, to the teachers, to the nurses, to the policemen, to the tradesmen. He's clearly showing to us that his gospel is for everyone. Sometimes we can get caught only looking for good news when we're in the middle of bad news. God doesn't just disrupt these guys when they're having a bad day. He just disrupts an average day. Today is Christmas Day. Let's allow God to disrupt it. Let's have a conversation about how we're going to respond to Jesus in a new way and in a fresh way. Verse 11 says this, For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. God sent an angel to normal people with a humble and simple sign. He came humbly with no reputation, a helpless babe. But here's the thing. He came so humbly. But even the mention of Jesus' coming cause heavenly hosts to appear and worship. Verse 13, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, 
goodwill to men. You see, when we accept that God is here for us, our fear is replaced with awe and our response is worship. In excelsis Deo, when we acknowledge who Jesus is, our response is worship. We see later on in Jesus' life when he entered Jerusalem, the whole multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice. Luke 19 says, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. But people were, the Pharisees were complaining and called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But Jesus answered them and he said, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. Sometimes we forget who Jesus is. Sometimes we responded to Jesus once, but he's become part of something we do and we've, we now respond to him differently. He wants to remind us that he's, he's, not, he's not Jesus. He's not, the, he's, he's, he's not just that guy. He's not that guy we remember a couple of times a year at those two different events. He's the saviour of the world. He's the son of the living God. And our natural response when, we, when we're reminded of his true identity is to worship. See, unfortunately, we don't always see Jesus. Sometimes we see religion. Sometimes we see judgment. Sometimes we see an annoyance in our busyness. Sometimes we see someone who's, who's telling us we're not living in a good way. And our earthly identity, our busyness, our, our, our caught up in what society's doing says, oh, I have no room in my inn for you, Jesus. Sometimes when we don't see him correctly, we dismiss him accordingly. And God wants, he wants us to have a fresh response to Jesus today. Verse 15, so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. You see, when Jesus came into the world, there's Mary, there's his adopted dad, Joseph, there's the innkeeper, there's the three wealthy wise men, there's a few shepherds, and they all responded to the coming of Jesus differently. The question is, how will you respond to Jesus coming into your world today? In fact, it's the same question we must ask ourselves every day. How am I going to respond to Jesus today? Let me tell you, there's no shame in a new response. And we all go through the seasons of life where, where things become normal, they become mundane. Sometimes church becomes mundane. We, you know, we, where our interactions with God and his word become mundane, but he's reminding us there's no shame in stirring up a fresh response to the magnificence of the Saviour. 
You like the wise men? Looking for a source of wisdom in all things. I love that. Here's these guys. They, 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 don't know, they don't know anything, but they're looking for wisdom and they discover God because they've always got their eye on them. You like the innkeeper? Sometimes you forget who's before you. You don't even realise who's before you. Sometimes someone presents themselves and Jesus is saying, how will you respond to me through this person today? Sometimes we, we don't see Jesus, so we dismiss them and say, sorry, we don't have any room for you this day. Are you like the shepherds, busy in life, but appreciate God when he appears? Are you like Mary and Joseph, carriers of the good tidings of Jesus? I want to encourage you today, church. It's a great day to have a fresh response to the coming of Jesus into your life. There's good news of great joy and the good news has a name. Jesus Christ, the Saviour. We hope you've enjoyed this teaching, that you've been encouraged and challenged. To stay up to date with our latest messages, you can subscribe to our podcast. For more information, resource or service times, please check out our website at noosa.church.